welcome to the Atomic Podcast. Efrex Lee's guest is from Love After Lockups, Chaz Harbison. Hey, this is Chaz Harbison from Love After Lockup. You're listening to the Atomic Podcast, where Ephraim blows up the news on a verbal scale. What? What's going on? Y'all are going to jail! Period! by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. Coming to you live from Genoa City, Wisconsin, where I blow up the news on a verbal scale. I am your host, Efren Guzman. My guest today, I have another member from Love After Lockup. Ladies and gentlemen, he's your friend and mine, Mr. Chaz. Chaz, how are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing great here in the Midwest, man. Um, and the weather is hot. It's it's you know that sticky weather out here. The summertime, country thunder is happening out here. So it's a lot of things going on, man. Um, what's going on in your neck of the woods? It's been roasting here too. It got up to about I think it was like 96 today. So I had to wait to do my workout till later. And so uh, that's why we're here so late, I guess. <laughs> So tell, tell the fans a little about yourself because, you know, people who've seen you in Love After Lockup, you know, people who follow that show religiously know your story and whatnot. But tell the people a little bit of background about yourself, man, where you're from, like, you know, talk about your past a little bit. All right. Well, um, so I grew up as a military brat, so I'm used to moving around all the time. Um, I played in heavy metal bands growing up and uh, I got a wild hair and decided to join the military. So I spent... <laughs> 28 years of my life in the military and uh which was crazy and then i got out and i moved to kentucky to buy a house and uh, it's it's nice and quiet nobody's shooting at me which is great <laughs> <laughs> what um, um what's like kentucky famous for like what is well, like when people say like oh like when you tell people you're from kentucky what is the first thing they imagine or like what is they're known for <laughs> well the funny part is most people the first thing they say is yeehaw it's right next place but <laughs> Always cracks me up because it's it's far from that, at least in the Louisville area. Um, but uh, you know, the Kentucky Derby, of course, is uh, a little-known horse race that some people have heard of. <laughs> yes, of course. 
And then, of course, we got the Jim Bean Factory here, which uh, is a, a fun tour, if you remember it, when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and it's, uh, it's just got, it's got a lot of nice sights. I like going out and seeing the countryside. There's some beautiful places to see here, um, which is really neat. And it's, the, it's in vicinity or good driving distance for a lot of major cities. So if you want to catch good shows, they're within an hour or two. Like, you got Cincinnati, you got Nashville, Memphis, uh, you know, you name it. It's uh, within driving distance. St. Louis is only four hours. So me and my brother-in-law take a lot of trips to see some good shows. Oh, that's awesome, man! And you talked about um, you love metal. Who's your favorite bands? Like, what? To give me your top, your top, your top three favorite bands. So that's the funny part, because I play in a metal band, but I don't really listen to metal. Um, I like what? progressive <laughs> music. Yeah, I know it's it's fun to play. It is so much fun to be on stage playing that. But as you can see by my look, I don't really fit the uh, metal scene. Uh, you know, I grew up listening to Motley Crue, Iron Maiden, you know, things like that. Um, but now it's like Rush, of course, is my all-time number one favorite band ever. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I've always been a big fan of the Beatles. Uh, but lately, I've gotten into Muse lately. I think they're an amazing band. And uh, this band Tesseract, a lot of people have heard of them, or they're kind of a... Have heard of them, I think, but uh, I think they're amazing. Kind of progressive pop, I guess, is what you'd call them. Um, and if I throw in a fourth, X Japan. I love X Japan uh, to no end. They're so amazing. Oh wow, that's eclectic. I would never think that. Like the first appearance, looking at you, you look like an engineer. Like I'm just looking at you, like you look like an engineer. <laughs> you have that engineer look. I don't know. <laughs> it, well, it's funny when I first got on the show, they asked me about how I fit in this band, and I said, well. We're kind of like Kiss, like we got one guy who's the demon, we got the cat, we got the star child, and I'm kind of like the guy's next door's uncle who is, a, is an accountant. <laughs> so, oh. it was just silliness. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And are you still actively involved in the band, like you're still playing? Oh, absolutely. We're in the process of recording a new album, so we've kind of taken the summer off, not really by choice, but just... The schedule of trying to record and then everybody's got families and we don't do a lot of touring it's really a lot just for fun but um you know our, our fans are really cool and uh, they have a good time with it also you have a, a, really, a really big following i wouldn't say it's big but it's it's loyal yeah <laughs> you know? yeah yeah it, it's just a lot of fun um we really uh we ha we make friends with a lot of other local bands who are touring um, which is really fun when they're in town. We like to uh, go see them play or we'll do shows with them. It, it's a good time. Really good, close-knit family of uh, musicians here. Okay, okay. And now speaking, getting on to Love After Lockup, how did you, a former Marine guy, metal player, get involved in reality TV, man? That's like so <laughs> odd. <laughs> okay, so it's a, it's a bit of a long story. Do you want the long story or the short story? Oh, give me the long story. I want the long <laughs> okay. story. All right, so um, if we go back about to 2015, I was married. Um, I had my wife here. We were somewhat happy, and uh, I came home from after we had a, a heated discussion, and she had committed suicide, and I found oh, her wow. body. So, yeah, yeah, it's kind of – and I'm trying to stay upbeat about it because, um, you know, it's like it's radio. It's not cool to ask. No, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But uh, oh. so I kind of went – into being a hermit um and i didn't like leave the house except to get groceries and i didn't want to associate with anyone i was really just kind of pissed at the world um Holy shit. so yeah. yeah it was it was really it was really hard i mean really you know it's something that unless you've been through it you you don't know how you're going to react to it mm -hmm. like i couldn't sleep for years um and 
And then I, I got put on like the Ambien stuff and I started making sleep purchases, which was really bizarre too. Like one day I woke up and I owned a Mac Pro and it's like, oh great, now I'm broke. <laughs> oh <know>? shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was pretty heavy. Um, I destroyed a lot of things to take out my frustrations, and one day I decided, you know, around 2019-ish, I decided I need to start socializing again, because otherwise I'm going to be stuck in my house forever. And I thought that writing an inmate would be a good bet, because then I could get to talk to people and learn how to communicate again, and, uh, and it was, there was no fear of actually having to meet them. Mm-hmm. So, so after a few, you know, bad inmates and, and bad experiences, I ran across Branwyn. Um, I mean, you've seen her; she's gorgeous. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, and her personality was just amazing. She never asked me for money, which was to me a really cool thing because I hated it when an inmate. The first thing to do is like, um, "Can you help me out with money?" Yeah. And I'm like, "That's not what I'm here for." You know? Yeah. Um, and. So anyway, we kind of hit it off, and we, we talked for two years waiting for her to get out. Wow. Um, during that time, she was always talking about she watched Love After Lockup, and so that was, became our thing. We'd watch it uh, together and kind of talk about it, and sometimes we'd joke around about, hey, you know, we should email them, see what they say. Mm. So one day, just as a goof, I sent them an email. I sent them a picture of me in my uniform, I think, and a few other pictures, and I sent some pictures of her. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a retired Marine. I play in a heavy metal band. And, uh, and uh, you know, I think it might be a, a fun thing to do. And they, like, called me back almost instantly, <laughs> which was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so we did a few interviews for that. And uh, next thing I know, they're sending out cameras. <laughs> it was wow. quite the experience. Wow. Well, um, and also in the, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. Uh, I, was, I was just saying also in part of my healing, I... I uh, got my degree in audio production, um, and I started recording, um, just doing some music recording, and that's how I got hooked up with the band I'm in now, Untold Relic. Uh, they basically, they wanted me to record their album, and when we started, their bass player got in a car wreck or something, and I laid down the bass tracks and just never left. <laughs> Holy shit, man. You have a very yeah. interesting life. Like, well, first <laughs> yeah. of all, yes, first of all, wow. Like, you know, I didn't expect that, you know, like... You know, like, I, I was just talking to you out the fly, and I didn't, you know, like, do extensive research on you, but, you know, condolences on that. I had no idea about that. And Thank you. And, and wow, man, like, from the Marines to, to a band to a reality TV show, like, dude, what's your next? You're going to write a book? Like, it's, wow. <laughs> uh, you no plans on a book yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it's one if it's uh it, if they do decide they want to make a movie of my life please have zach efron or somebody hot do me <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's 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 crazy man so like they so you just filled it out and then they called you right away they was like okay we're, we're gonna bring cameras we're gonna film you and yada 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 everything happened from there like that well there's a few weeks where they were calling me and doing video interviews and of course they did some video interviews with Branwyn too. Yeah. Just to make sure that we weren't flaky or weren't or crazy or something weird. like that, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Um and so that was that was a, a little bit and, and again all during that I was like, Yeah, they're not gonna want us on the show. Um but yeah, then all of a sudden the producers called me and they're like, We'd really like to have you on there. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, that like, was like fun. Like when I saw Bran when she looks like that res- that wrestler girl Bonnie Maxson I showed you before. Like she reminds yeah. me somewhat of her. So I was like when I saw her, I was like she looks familiar, but you know it wasn't. They're not the same person, but like she just looked like right. that person before. You know she has the same look. You are right. Um, you know she doesn't have the uh, the muscular strength, but yeah. yes, she does look similar. 
Yeah, like she has a, a, a good jaw, a jaw structure, like a real good jaw yeah. structure. You know? Oh yeah, she's got a beautiful face. I like her cheeks and everything, and her eyes are really what did me. And I'm I'm a sucker for really nice eyes. <laughs> yeah. So from last, you know, the last time you was on the show, I think one of your, you know, your segment was kind of a sleeper hit because it's like, all right, this is the good guy, and you know, he's he seems like a normal, adjusted guy, well off and whatnot, and then you know, he's with Branwyn, and then it's like. You know, it's like okay, like you're waiting. Like at me watching as a viewer, I'm like, all right, what's what's the what's the catch now? What's gonna happen now? It, it, you know, is she? It, was she? Is she gonna be a man, or is, is something gonna is something gonna go down? You know, like you know, you always think the worst. You know, because the, like every season is always like, you know, you know, every um, every couple is good, but like there's ones that you know you follow more than the others but I think you was like that couple like you know I always watched it with you guys I was like damn I wonder what's going to happen next and whatnot. so <laughs> like did you get a good fanfare? I'm sorry could you repeat that? Uh, did you get a good fanfare from like your viewership like the people who really gravitate to you, you guys as opposed to the other castmates? Um, I, I don't know about the other castmates I actually don't talk to too many of them there's a few that, that I reach out and chat to occasionally but it's just really weird because it seems like our stories are, are so similar. Okay. Um, but, but I mean, for the most part, everybody's been very respectful. I, I kind of stick to Instagram and Facebook. Um, you know, it's it's really tough when you go on Reddit or Twitter and you yeah. get people just slashing you to death. Yeah. And you want to respond, but you know if you do, you're just giving them – you're just feeding the fire. Yeah. And, and so it's like, you know, I, I used to kind of pop in there and, and troll them a little bit. But I was like, I don't need to do that. I, I don't want to. I don't need that fight. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, it might make you go nuts a little bit because, like, the horrible things people can say. And, I mean, believe me, there's, like, horrible shit that, you know, that you would, like, you would read. You're like, oh, my God. Like, probably say, I wish he died in a pit of fires or something like that. You know, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funniest for me was... One of the after the first episode, somebody wrote on I think it was on Twitter that what is that? Did he have a lobotomy? <laughs> so I jokingly got on there. It's like that's not cool. I had a lobotomy, and I was hoping nobody would talk, talk about it on a public forum. What the? <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and, and of course, you know, everybody starts saying, "Oh, he's got a lobotomy." And I'm like, I was kidding. <laughs> so it was just kind of funny to me. Oh man, and and you know, coming up, this you know, you're back on the show again. This you know, yes. by by the time this probably this episode airs, um, the episode you know the the show is continuing again. And um, it, I, I know you can't give any spoilers, but is there any surprises that's going to happen? Is there going to be a new look to Chaz or a new attitude towards um with yourself? There is. Um, Ooh, okay. And, and well, it's funny because seeing myself on TV. That's the first time I saw the back of my head. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and, and so I, I, am, I've kind of grown my hair out a little bit to cover up that scar. It's a uh, hair transplant. I'm, I'm vain. It's a hair transplant. Hey. <laughs> but um, yep. yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, girls get boob jobs. We can't get. I get a hair right? <laughs> True. Hey, that's fine. Right. <laughs> and then also, there's things about the way I carry myself and the way I speak that I hadn't really realized. And so, yeah, you know, of course people are going to tease me about it. I'd tease me about it had I known that. Um, so, you know, I try to do – I, I try to take care of that. I don't wear my glasses as much. I, I'm tired of being um, confused with Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. You know? Yeah, anybody with glasses, they'd make a meme out of me. With, you know, and it kind of cracked me up, but it got a little – made me feel a little self-conscious too. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but so there was that and uh, I was a little angrier and it was just because there was a lot of things going on with the show that kind of pissed me off and I you know I don't really want to go in detail because I don't want to besmirch the show it's what they do okay um but it was just a matter of I, I was not in the happiest of mind frames for parts of it, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to discuss other parts of it with them. And so I, I actually think it should help my my uh, persona a little better as far as they can see them. You know, I'm not always that happy. I'm not always that nice. I do have my own you know issues or or personalities. Mm. Wow, this is oh, that's a good, that's a good, interesting, you know, like hook right there. Like, you know, I think a lot of people makes me want to watch now. Like, oh, what's the hell's gonna happen now? You know. Um, well, wait till you see my birthday party. Uh, Brian went through me a hell of a birthday party. <laughs> ooh, what, what episode is that? Is that probably episode two, three? Okay. I don't know which one. It's they don't give me any advance warning. I know my band's gonna be on there for a little bit of it, and uh, yeah, we're gonna have my birthday celebration and. Uh, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> oh, it's cool. Question, uh, another question, how you said, like, you know, you went into, like, looking up inmates. Like, what is that? It's like a website? Like, you know how people have Match and Bumble? What is it? Is there, like, an app, like, for inmates or whatever? Or is it just, like, a, like, how do you? Um, there are, yeah, there's a lot of websites for be, getting pen pals. And oh. uh, and so, like I said, I thought that that would be an easy, you know, no, no worries type way to just to start communicating with the world again okay and so i looked at a few of them and uh, i i met brandman on one called paper dolls and it's just female inmates and uh actually i didn't even go to that website i remember i looked at it before and i wasn't going to talk to any more inmates and it was an email or something i got from them and i saw her picture in the email and i'm like i want to know her she's pretty hot <laughs> so so i wrote her and uh, we just kind of hit it off from there and uh yeah, things happened. <laughs> wow. So, so you never thought about like going to like Match or Tinder or or Bumble? You never thought of those? Like, oh, let me just check, you know, because those are like apps right there. Like, you, get, you know, you could just do it right. instantly. You never like, so yeah. I did do, I did try Tinder. Um, and I also looked at Zeusk for a little bit. Okay. And, uh, and it being my age and being my height, <laughs> you know, if I'm not honest on there, I'm never going to meet anybody. At least anybody that I'm attracted to. Yeah, yeah. And it really seems to me like the majority of the women that get on there are immediately inundated with horny guys trying to get down their pants. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to play that game. I just want to meet someone and talk, you know, or make friends or what have you. Yeah. And so I'm not going to play all the silly little games where I've got to wow them with how cool I am. (laughs) That's not me. So I'm just me. That's all. But even in a band, you don't get a lot of tail like that. Like a lot of girls don't because they're attracted to band members. Like you know, you don't get that. They, they are. <laughs> but um, yeah. also, I'm the 56 year old guy with short hair <laughs> in a metal band. So I'm kind of like, if the bouncer don't like it, and if they haven't thrown up on on the curb, then maybe they'll show me some attention. <laughs> but, but you know, I'm, yeah, I I don't really play music for that anymore. I mean, when I was younger, sure, you know, it was fun to meet women at a show, but now, yeah, now it's like, you know, I don't really want to start a relationship with somebody who only knows me from on stage because I'm a totally different person on stage. I have a I have an alter ego that I get into and. I leave that on stage. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, Chaz. Um, yeah. Um, and, 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 well, this season coming up at Love After Lockup, um, I, I think, what is it, is like at least six weeks worth? Or is it, I, I don't know exactly the exact amount I, of episodes, right? I believe there's going to be ten episodes 10? total. 
Oh yeah, wow! I'm okay. Gonna show them all subsequently because I think if I if I got it right, I think they kind of split them up. They do a few episodes, then they do some you know other seasons or shows like the uh, Life After Lockup or Love After Lockup. Then they go back into the Life After Lockup. It's something like that. But it's supposed to be ten total, at least what they've been telling me. Oh, okay. But don't quote me on that, because if it's not, I don't want any hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> and you say, you know, you're cool with a couple of other people. Like, which people are you cool with from the shows? Like, have you met, have you talked to Rachel? Because she's also a Marine, and she's really cool. I had her on the show. Have you talked? Matter talk- of fact, the, the first person I talked to was Deontay and Rachel, because they're both Marines. Yeah. And yeah, they are way cool. I yeah. love them. And then, of course, at that time, our show hadn't aired, and I told Rachel I was crushing on her big time. <laughs> <laughs> She's cute. She's really cute, you know? Yes. Um, and she's close by me because she's in Michigan, so she's pretty close yeah. by Wisconsin, yeah. And she's smart as hell, too, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah, you yeah. Know, so that's a sexy, that's a very attractive and sexy feature. Yeah. How about Deontay? Deontay's a cool guy to talk to, too, right? He's really Deontay's cool. Re- yeah, Deontay's really cool. I mean, I told him I was a Marine. I told him I was getting ready to go on the show. Do you have any tips? And uh, he just chatted me away he was so graceful gracious with his time and yeah. uh, and i mean to this day i know i can chat him and he'll respond right back but i know he's really busy too so i try not to bother him yeah um then a few of the other cast they kind of reached out to say hi um taylor from last season she she would just one you know said hi um lindsay reached out to me the other day well she friend requested me and so we chatted for a little bit she's really sweet oh wow okay and, yeah and uh, who else there's somebody else um oh oh um Gosh darn it, she's going to be so mad because I, I can't think of her name off the top of my head. The, the really cute red-headed girl that, that married the guy and she's pregnant in this upcoming season. Oh, Sean's the one that's with Sean? Yeah, Sean, yeah. And I feel so stupid because the name's on the tip of my tongue and I can't think of it. So I apologize if you're listening. I really do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she reached out. We chatted for a little bit. She is so sweet, too. They invited us up for for uh, dinner one of these weekends, which would be kind of cool. Oh, that's sweet, man. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody yeah, becomes... they live an hour away, so... Oh wow, that's crazy. That's that's awesome. Like you know, you like you you know, you think like everybody's like all separate and whatnot, but like you know, everybody reaches out and you know, like everybody like you all are gonna have like you know like people in the Marines. I'm not comparing it to like being in the Marines, but like you know, you have that camaraderie because you've been in it together. So the reality TV show people's been in it together. So like you have that camaraderie together as that experience. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the conversations usually start with. I don't know if we're supposed to talk, but I just wanted to say hi, and it's like that's cool. Let's talk. You know, <laughs> it's kind of fun. It's because I think the same thing. It's like I don't know if we're supposed to talk, but let's talk. You know? Oh, that's so, that's yeah. that's awesome, man. That's awesome. And um, what have you learned being on reality TV? Like, what's like what experience have you gotten being on like a reality TV show? Uh, it's really busy. It's mm-hmm. really overwhelming. But I've also, my confidence has been boosted so much. Wow, um, yeah. I didn't expect that. But, yeah, it's like now I'm I'm a lot more, I'm not so much reserved and I'm not as shy. Um, as you can tell, this is the very first interview I've done. Um, first and, ever, right? First ever, right? First ever. You're yes. absolutely right. And, yes. Uh, I, I hope I'm doing all right. Yes. And, and, um, no pun intended, but I popped your cherry for your first interview. <laughs> No lube, just pop. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me spit on the palm first. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, right, right. No, we're not going there, okay? Because no, fan base, I am not gay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is nothing wrong with that. I'm just, you know, just to clarify. No, yeah, I have nothing against it. It's just not where I go. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, that's that's great. That, and, and I told you, watch. After this, I'm sure you're going to get tons of 
tons or probably you're still getting them you're probably turning them down but i'm sure you're gonna get tons you know when, when the show is out especially because it's like you know it's on now so like you know once it's on people are like all right i gotta talk to this guy or whatever or anybody else who's from the show you know well you know that's really weird too um because all last season i made it a point to re- reply to everybody who reached out because i was i was so touched that they would take the time to at least say hi yeah um and now it's gotten to the point where I can't keep up with them, and I apologize to anybody who I've ignored. It hasn't been on purpose. It's just I'm working on my master's degree right now too, and wow. I'm doing so bad in my class this this semester because I'm getting inundated with chat requests. <laughs> oh my gosh! So so Chaz is not doing an OnlyFans. Chaz is not doing any kind of other stuff. You're doing like you know. You know, basic stuff, right? Because, you know, how people parlay the reality TV shows. They have, like, OnlyFans. They do, like, all this other stuff. You're just, you know, just doing your, your own stuff, basically, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, um, a long time ago, my father told me, no matter what you do, always stay educated. And yeah. uh, so even though I'm older, I want to get my master's degree. Um, yeah. Matter of fact, digital journalism. That's my degree. Program. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of stuck to that, and I don't really have the body for OnlyFans. <laughs> so, you know, we're not gonna go there. <laughs> but you know, you do have a radio voice, like you have like that jingle voice, like a commercial type of voice. You know, you do have that. It's the audio production class. Yes, I I, I used to do some voiceovers and stuff. Ah, you see, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so um. What else is on the future and the horizons for you, Mr. Chaz? What's in the horizons for you? Oh, well, let's see. Of course, we got the uh, the little show that's coming up. Yes. <laughs> but um, really, we're going to release the album. We are probably not going to tour with it, but we're going to promote the hell out of it because, um, you know, why not? Yeah. It's, it's going to be a really good album. It's uh, a lot more in-depth. I've added a lot of orchestration to it. I do play piano and uh, throw in some keys on there. And uh, it's going to be an interesting album about pain and suffering. <laughs> wow. And what's, what's the name of the band? And, and uh, is any songs on tracks on YouTube or anything that anybody can hear? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the band is called Untold Relic. Untold Relic. Okay. Relic is killer, spelled backwards. Mm, and okay. um, basically our whole motif is about B-movies and serial killers, um, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like one, our, our biggest song, one of our big songs is called Zodiac Killer. So if that gives you an idea of the type of music. Ooh, and interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Our last album is called Pandemonic. Um, and it was kind of fitting because the pandemic... Um, and but yeah, you can all our music is on all the uh, streaming services, Apple, um, Spotify, um, uh, yeah, the other ones. And uh, we're also we've got a lot of videos and music on YouTube. We just released a, a new single from the upcoming album called Break Me, and that's um, on YouTube and again Apple and all the uh, streaming services. So uh, check that out. And uh, there's also a video on there that I actually edited that's on YouTube um, for the band. It's uh, the, the title track, Pandemonic, so I'm proud of it. It was just something I wanted to do. Yeah. This is, might be a morbid question. I don't know how to say the question, but who's your favorite serial killer? Or not favorite, but who? what, what serial killer you're intrigued by the most? How about that? Um, oh, so it's funny. I was asked that once before a long time ago. Well, not long, but when I got with the band, just mm-hmm. kind of curious because you know our music re- resolves revolves around that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really weird. The first serial killer I thought of that interested me was Ronald McDonald. 
What? I know. It sounds because you got to think how many people die from heart disease and everything else because what? they probably eat too much greasy food. You know. <laughs> I did not expect that answer. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the first thing that came to my mind. I mean, you know, there's always the funny ones. Uh, not the funny ones. God, that's not funny at all. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, who was the guy? Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, what an interesting, weird, bizarre tale that is. You know. Wow. Uh, you see, my first thought comes to mind because I lived in New York with Summer of Sam, like you know, well, David oh, yeah. Berkowitz. That's the first thing that comes to mind. That then, would be actually a good motif for another song. Yeah. How about Richard Ramirez? Another one. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's some messed up stuff. Yeah. There, yeah. There's so many to choose from anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think Jeffrey Dahmer, just because, you know, when I was growing up, I remember when that was just this huge thing that everybody's freaking out about, you know? Yeah. And so it always kind of stuck with me. Just what a, what would lead somebody to do that? You know, where do you where do you get to that mind state where that's okay? Yeah, I think they gave a movie about that, right? My friend Dahmer or something like that. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I, actually, I've never seen it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of TV or movies. I, I don't have time for it. Oh, what was the last movie you ever watched in the movie theater? Like, what was the last movie? Um, it was. The last Star Wars movie, <gasps> um, the episode nine. I got COVID at the theater that day. <laughs> Holy Mary, Mother of God, really? Holy yeah, shit. <laughs> I did. The guy that was sitting next to me was hacking and everything. And I remember I kept trying to cover my drink and everything. <laughs> the next day, I just felt so bad. And at that time, they didn't they didn't recognize COVID yet. Yeah. And so I was just sick for like two weeks straight. Oh, and, shit. Uh, yeah, sure, sure as crap. The next few months they started talking about COVID I'm like I think I had that <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it, was, it was weird um, other things that are coming up is uh, oh man I can't really I don't know if I can really talk about other things that are coming up but uh, a lot of love in the air let's put it that way <laughs> yeah, a lot of love in the air and um, how is Miss Bronwyn how is she Branwyn I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it Bran. she is she is probably well, she's really sweet, and she's probably one of the most confident people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. But a lot of her confidence is just the fact that she's she's hiding so much inside. She's got a lot of pain. She's been through a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you catch her at her best, she there's nobody like her. She's amazing. She'll just brighten a room when she walks into it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, for me to fall in love with her and want to marry her from prison, you know, that's saying a lot, because the last thing on my mind was getting married. Yeah. Um, but all I wanted to do was marry her and just take her away from all that. Yeah. Are you a person, like, I know there's a lot of type of people like that. Are you a person that wants to, like, fix people? You know, like, there's, there's a, like, the guy, the guy or the girl, either or either sex, like, a person who wants to be in a relationship but, like, always feels like they have to, like, fix somebody. Are you, like, a fixer in a relationship that you feel like, oh, I can fix this person and make this person, like, whole or whatnot? Like, are you that type of guy? I think I am, but it's not intentionally. Okay. I just, I, I like, I love people, and I want everybody to be happy. I want them to be comfortable. And so I'm a, I used to be a sucker for a good sob story. <laughs> um, again, the popularity of the show has made me a lot more jaded about that. Yeah. And I hate that it's turned me into that, but I'm also happy because I'm not wasting as much money anymore. So that's a good, good thing that came out of it. Um, but yeah, it's like, I, I just, I want people to be happy. And then when I meet someone like Branwen, it's like, she's had such a a, a tough life and yes, uh, most of it of her own doing, Mm -hmm. but even growing up, she's kind of had a a crappy, um, upbringing 
And, you know, I, I, I could see the potential. It's like if she just got out of Portland and she just moved away and lived the Green Acres life, for lack of better words. Yeah. Who knows what she could accomplish, you know? Let's mm-hmm. get her in school. Let's let's get her a real life going where she's mm-hmm. not hustling or anything to, to yeah. make a buck. You know, also she's a mom too, you know, so I think that's another yeah. thing, yeah. Yes, and exactly. And, you know, her daughter is such a beautiful, wonderful person. She really is. I chatted with her so much while Brandon was still in prison. Wow. And it was like, you know, Thanksgiving, you know, happy Thanksgiving, you know, how are you doing? It was just really sweet. And her friends were the same way. They just kind of accepted me as their own. And it made me feel good, but it also, you know, I felt bad because it's like, here I am going to take their friend and everybody away. Um, so it kind of made a weird little... Uh, needle in that haystack or in that that balloon i guess yeah but you know like well you know we don't know what happens in like the real life world because we're watching it from the tv but from seeing what we saw on tv it looks like you just wanted to get her out of there you just wanted to help her you know and you know yeah people have that perception you know that you wanted to help the love that we had the love it, it was it's genuine yes it's awkward I'd never been on TV before, and I was having people tell me, just act normal. When people tell you to act normal, the last thing you can physically do is act normal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, you know, and of course, there's a few scenes that they, they film a couple times um, mm-hmm. because they want to get the right shot. Yeah. And, uh, and so I get teased about my, my famous tongue kiss on our way. <laughs> uh, it's embarrassing, but so that was like after a couple attempts it was more of a joke was like all right let's just get this done with and uh, of course that's the one they used and it's i'm really ladies i'm a way better kisser than that unless you like a good tongue kiss which 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 leads me to my next question how much reality tv is reality oh wow um wow that's you're putting me in a, in a strange position there. There are a few things that are there maybe um, embellished. <laughs> okay, okay, that's a good word. And uh, yeah, and uh, I'll just put it this way: um, at at the the uh, at the diner scene, my credit card really wasn't declined. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, and that was really humiliating, embarrassing for me. But uh, it was what it was. <laughs> wow. See, that's that's good things because you know you hear a lot of things about reality television. How much reality is reality? You know, like even like Love After Lockup, the ninety day fiancés of the world, and F you know, F Boy Island. There's so many reality right. shows out there. You know, like who's to say what's real and who's to say what's not? You know, it's all an illusion. You know. Yeah. Well, there's there's obvious drama that they need to keep the fans going, and they're they're it's a great show. They're really awesome to work with. I actually had a lot of fun, and I'm friends with a lot of the crew. Um, you know, there's some of the crew members that have been with me from the very first filming all the way to the very final filming of the second season. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's one of those things, hey, how's it going? What are you listening to today? You know? Um, so we talk music and stuff. And yeah, they're really good folks. Um, but yeah, there, there has to be some things to make it interesting. Because yeah. could you imagine me just not doing anything but my mo- normal mundane <laughs> day to day? I'm sorry, but I don't even find that interesting. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's also also like that song, Nobody Rides for Free. I'm sure, you you know, everyone, it's, well, well, you can't speak for everyone for yourself. Like, are you well compensated for doing an episode? It's for me, I mean, it's it's okay. It's it's nice. It's it's a few extra, you know, bucks. But yeah. 
you know, someone just getting out of prison or even, you know, some of these, so, and I'm not, I don't know the, the status of the other people that are on the show, but I'm sure they could really use the money and, yeah. and you know, good for them. For me, it was just, you know, I, I hate to say it's fun money, but it is, it, it wasn't going to make me or break me. Mm-hmm. Um, I do okay. I make a decent living and I also get my military pension and stuff. So I'm comfortable with or without it, but yeah, it's nice. You know, I think I'm going to take a nice vacation after this season's aired and uh, enjoy some things. Yeah. And it's not McDonald's money. So <laughs> just let's put it like that. You know, you're not getting yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> you are right. It's not McDonald's money. Well, it's like, um, you may have seen in the first episode I was in, which was episode four, I think of the last season, I had that really fancy bass guitar. Yes. And that was one of my splurges that I made from the show. And it's a, a custom bass builder um, named, uh, oh, I'm going to mess up his name, Mauricio. Yeah. And he owns MG Bass Guitars, and it's all custom boutique basses. And I told him exactly what I wanted. And he made me this amazing bass, and uh, I got lucky enough to be endorsed by him now. So I'm throwing his name out there because MG basses are amazing. If you can afford it, do it. I highly recommend it. Ooh, how like what's the price range on that? If you can say it goes very high. Uh, yeah, they 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 start you know in the high two thousands and go up all the way up to about I think seven or eight grand. Oh wow! Um, okay. He's he's actually building me uh, another one right now, and. Mauricio, if you're listening, it's supposed to be done in July, man. <laughs> no, it's it's a sweet bass, so it's a, a new prototype or new design that he's just created, and I'm getting one of the first ones, so I'm so excited about it. Oh wow, that's interesting, and and and, and it's cool because like you're buying, you're splurging on stuff that you you use and stuff that you need. It's not like you know. Oh, absolutely. No, I'm I'm a I'm a bass whore. I seriously, <laughs> I I used to buy basses like every couple weeks or every paycheck I'd buy a cheap bass and try to fix it up and then I realized wait why don't I just not buy a bass that often buy a nice bass so I started getting into higher end basses like the Spectre basses and the Dingwalls and then somebody turned me on I saw a picture of an MG bass and I got curious and started talking to Mauricio and I was like I want one of those really bad (laughs) so I did that and uh, I'm not no looking back no other bass will will get my heart anymore after that <laughs> and, and that's serious even if i wasn't endorsed it's just like their their the quality is so amazing and he handpicks every piece of wood every piece that goes on there and he's like you know he wants to know what type of neck your string spacing the size of the neck what how do you play and he builds it to your specifications and yeah i'm in love with this bass well that's awesome and um, going back to Love After Lockup, is there any, like, YouTube shows you watch that talk about Love After Lockup? Because there's, like, a few of them. There are a few. Um, I, I, I watched According to Amber. Um, okay. She's a Kansas City girl, and I'm originally from KC. Um, and so it's funny. She reached out to me, and we never discussed that. And then one day... I happen to see on her Facebook she is from Kansas City, and I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> we're, we're, you know, we're we're family, and so we talk a little bit. Um, she's really sweet, and uh, she's gonna have a baby soon, so that's kind of cool too. Um, and she also knows some of the band members I used to play with back when I lived in the Kansas City area, so that's kind of neat too. Um, oh, small and world. Then of course, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then the other one is that, and I, I again, I'm so bad with names. What, uh, Tracy Trendy? Tracy Trendy? No, what's no? the, uh, the, 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 the
kibitz or kicking kibitz um how do you pronounce it oh, um, i don't even know that too, one yeah too late they're they're really funny they're really cool they kind of bagged on me after the first episode and i took offense to it a little bit but i didn't say anything yeah um but they've reached out to me a few times and you know i've kind of answered some of their questions through chat oh. um but you know it's not never been for an interview or anything it's just uh, they're really I think they're actually generally interested in making sure that I'm doing okay, too. I, I feel a, a, a slight friendship with them, which is kind of nice. And then, of course, yourself, you know, you reached out to me, and you were very gracious and very wonderful, and you didn't get too mad at me when I kind of um, didn't reach back out to you when I should have. And so um, I felt I felt obliged to, to, okay, let's make this happen today because I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> nah, it's it's much appreciated Chaz man I, and I know this is your first time and I'm sure like if you're talking to according to Amber you're talking to other people I'm sure you probably will do more but I was just glad to be the first and um, you're a cool dude and you know I wish you the best and I hope you know like I don't know any spoilers but I just hope you know you guys make it if not I'm sure there's there'll be a lot of women lining up just wanting at least to get to know you or whatnot. Especially after you know, if you didn't get a lot of women before, you're gonna get a lot of women now. So you know, it just you gotta weed your way from the real deals from the phony balonies, you know. Right, right. Yeah, I can imagine that is true. But uh, well, let's uh, if you want to, when the uh, as the season's going on, feel free to reach out to me. We'll talk. All right, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, we'll, we'll, you know what? Yes, like especially like during midseason, and then like once the season's over, I definitely want to have you back, and then we can discuss everything that happened. You know, because I definitely want to know what the hell, like what the hell happened, or if anything good happened. I want to, I want to know it all. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, that's cool. I, I, I do have to. I, I did promise Amber an interview, so I got to get her a good interview too. Just letting you know. <laughs> but she's awesome. She's really cool. And uh, oh, as far as YouTube shows too. Um, Simon Dam, the guy is always like um, debunking all the flat earthers. If you're flat earther, I'm sorry, but I love his show. He's so funny and so cool. <laughs> oh, sweet. All right, and winding down, um, Chaz, my final question for you is what would the Chaz of today tell the Chaz of yesterday? Oh my God, that's that's a that's a loaded question. <laughs> yeah, especially with everything you've been through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, really. Um, I think what I would tell myself, this is actually just back in February, I'd be like, don't give a shit what anybody says about you. Just enjoy life. Just mm. enjoy things. Because really, you know, I'm not going to, none of the people got me down. And for a while, it really did bother me. But wow. I let it, I let it go. Yeah, that's the thing, you know, like, you know, abuse, verbal abuse, mental abuse, like it, it's a thing. And the thing is, you know. You didn't ask, well, you know, you're exposed in the limelight, but you didn't ask to get insulted or, you know, whatever, complimented, insulted, or, or people wish you dead. I, I don't know what people told you, but that definitely could have an effect on you, especially, like, your mental psyche, because who knows, like, you know, words can hurt people more than actions sometimes, you know? Like, if somebody says oh, yeah. certain things or, God forbid, someone insults your family or whoever the hell is like, holy shit, you know? Like, really? Like, you don't know me, you know? Yeah, well, the thing that that actually bothered me the most when I read it in comments was, I don't like him because he's creepy, or he gives me a creepy vibe. And oh. I'm like, 
because I'm got glasses. What you know? Because I'm quiet. Yeah, <laughs> it's because you're not you know you're not young. You don't have like a Caesar haircut, like line beard, right. tattoos, hats in the back. You know that's probably what it is. You know. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm thinking too. I, I don't fit what they usually see on that show. Yeah, honestly, you do not fit the criteria. That's what it is. You know, you don't. <laughs> and I'm I'm, I'm general. Really, I do my best to be kind to everybody I meet, and that's just the way I was raised. My mom was very is very sweet and she is very nice to everybody and i just saw how you know people people like that it, it's it's just proper i want somebody to say thank you and excuse me and all those good things back to me so i do it to them too mm, okay and um let me ask you because you said you got covid um how was quarantine life for you in 2000 what was it 2019 like how was two, how was quarantine life for you um well I was really sick, and I worked from home, so quarantine was no big deal for me. Oh, okay. And, of course, I didn't know that it was COVID, so, of course, I just went to the store and bought, you know, your regular medicines to try to make myself feel better. So, it was no big deal. It just it surprised me that I was that sore, and it took me two weeks to feel better, which was kind of odd. But the actual year of 2020 was, I was okay with it. I worked from home. I, you know, I had to wear a mask when I went out, like everybody did. Mm -hmm. But I was dating Branwyn at that time. And oh. I was in love, and I was happy, so I didn't care about anything else. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. That's yeah. sweet. Um, Chaz, um, promote your social media, promote the band's website, or the YouTube channels, like promote everything, anything you got coming up. Well, I mean, I'm I'm just Chaz Harbison on Facebook. Um, you know, I, I I was actually trying to keep that a secret when I first got on the show. I made a fake <laughs> Facebook page, but. Branwood didn't, so they got our real last name, and so yeah, yeah, you know, feel free. I'm also on Instagram under Chaz um, at Love, well, Chaz Love After Lockup, and uh, let's see, and then of course my band Untold Relics. That's Relics with Killer spelled backwards, mm -hmm. and uh, we're on YouTube. We've got a lot of videos on there. You can download or purchase our music on all the me major media or streaming services, and if you're in the uh, Kentucky area. Feel free to check us out and see if we have any shows. Come on out and, uh, you know, party with us. It's 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 quite the show. It's pretty fun. Uh, do you ever make the trip out to Wisconsin or anything like that, or you guys stay in local? We stay local. It's just because the, uh, the all the guys in the band, they got jobs, they got families. Um, mm. It's just it's not easy for us to get away for any extended amount of time. We have been known to play in Ohio, Tennessee, and uh, Indiana a few times, but... It's close areas. It's nothing that's going to make us, you know, make a, a overnight trip or anything. Oh, uh, and Love After Lockup could be seen on WeTV. Um, what yes. time? It's Fridays at ooh, nine. It's right? Nine p.m. Central or Eastern, eight p.m. Central. Yeah, you should see how I watch it. I watch it on YouTube, so I, they usually give it an hour later on YouTube. So that's how I watch it. I subscribe to Pluto TV, I think, and uh, so I can watch it when it's showing. Oh, they oh they show it on Pluto TV actual live. Yeah, oh, I yeah. didn't even know that. Okay, that's good to I know. Did it just because I'm so damn vain. Dude, like if you're so vain like this, let me ask you a question. Like, do you go to um, YouTube and just put "Love After Lockup Chaz" and see if there's any videos <laughs> on you? <laughs> you know, I I actually put I, I search for Chaz and Branwin just to want to see if anyone's got any dirt that I don't know about. Yes. Yeah. I do do that a lot, <laughs> and, and yeah, sometimes I don't like what I see, but I, I try not to respond to it, um, so yeah. sometimes I do, I jump in there, and, and it's like, oh, why did I just start, I just start, I just stirred up the nest, you know? <laughs> 
Well, uh, well Chaz, um, I just want to thank you for being open and vulnerable with me. Like, I had no idea about your past. And, you know, hopefully we could talk again down the line. And, um, wow, best wishes to you, man. And um, I hope you enjoy the rest of the season, summer, um, fall, and winter. And um, hopefully we'll talk again. And God bless you, brother. And um, thank you for serving our country. Oh, you're very welcome. And, uh, yeah, you're really cool. I really appreciate everything. Um, yeah, you didn't attack me, so that's good. <laughs> and uh, I do one of these days want to go up to the Harley-Davidson Museum up in that area. So if you're in that area, I'll, I'll give you a shout-out. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. We could get some sushi if you're a sushi fan. <laughs> Dude, yes, I am a sushi fanatic. All right, what's your yeah. what's your favorite sushi? I'm a spicy yellowtail guy, and I love sashimi. You know, I love all that. Oh, so. I'm a wimp about it. I always go for the California rolls. Oh, jeez. We got to get you out of that, man. You're going you're gonna to try spicy tuna. I'll eat other, yeah, other sushis, but that's my go-to because I always know that's safe and comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, definitely, man. Take a road trip down here. We'll definitely hang out. and we'll go check. I'll show you the bars in Wisconsin, man. <laughs> dude, I'm down. I'm down, dude. All right, man. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Chaz Harbison, Love After Lockup, and I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks.